The reading today. The The reading today is from the Gospel of John. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me, I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you have sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost, except the one destined to be lost, so that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world, so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified in truth. The Gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Those turkeys are preaching over there too. <laughs> Let's pray. Uh, God, just for a moment uh, to name those things um, that have moved and are being created. Even when we doubted, we couldn't see them ourselves. Uh, remind us of your presence, especially when things are unclear. Uh, you promise each time that your word is spoken that your spirit comes. So come, Holy Spirit. Amen. So we're getting a basketball hoop at our house. After 15 months of pent-up energy, it's time. Let's just say it was on the bucket list. I had to get a pun in before I was away for the summer, you know it. And that hoop needs to be secured in the ground near the driveway. And so I went and took a look, and I saw that four pieces of wood were placed as a square. And then within that space, cement was poured. I actually have a, took a little photo. I put it out there online for you to see. And what I noticed is without that wood frame, the cement would have oozed everywhere and the foundation would not have been set firm. There is something about having a little support around us. We need it in this life. Think about this, okay? Eggs come in a carton. A 
little cup for each of those fragile shells so they don't crack as easily. Babies need structure, regular feeding and sleeping times as they adjust to this life to find a healthy rhythm of alertness and rest. Our bones and our body connect and move us to form us. Without them, we would be fleshy puddles. Flour is the structure that holds ingredients together in baking. One does not cast a fishing line in the deep open waters. It is cast between rocks hidden under the surface and fallen trees and weeds that provide the structure for fish to school and thrive. Squishy is what I have called this last year or so. Boundaries around home time and work time and school time have blurred. Days of the week spill together and it's hard to make plans in a world of what ifs and not yets. How long we ask every week for all the unrest in our hearts and in this world. We can't get our arms around things. It's really messy and undefined. And it seems everything we encounter is still being set or being worked out. Bob Mostyn's funeral was here at Mount Olivet yesterday in honor of Bob's 20 years of work at Mount Olivet as our evening maintenance lead. We planted a tree in his memory. It's on the berm just around the building. It has this gorgeous sight line from the fireside room. It's right on the edge of the church and the park. We feel out of sorts in death. It's difficult to navigate life without a person we have known in love. So in faith, we planted a tree with roots that will sink down deep, branches that will extend, and leaves that will bud. Because we need to be reminded that growth still happens, that new life emerges, even when we can understand how it could. Jesus is praying today. In the Gospel of John, there is no Lord's Prayer. Jesus doesn't teach his disciples how to pray. Jesus just prays. And this prayer is at the table after he has instituted the Lord's Supper. The disciples are there too. They overhear Jesus' prayer as he speaks directly to God. I can't tell you what it all means, but clearly from his words, Jesus knows this life will not be easy. Life will be squishy and feel out of control. Suffering and death will remain, and yet with confidence, Jesus entrusts this world to God. It's a handoff of love and trust to bridge the now and the not yet. This prayer contains 
that is loose and unsettled. Because Jesus feels the transition, the movement of what is known to what is unknown. He doesn't teach about it. He prays about it. And so I wonder if this prayer somehow is breathing structure into an unpredictable world full of twists and turns and a lot of open places. Praying sets free a word of trust that the divine creative force that made the universe and everything within it is still creating It's forming, it's holding, it's nestling in. I don't really understand everything about prayer, but I wonder if prayer holds the canvas of life like tent stakes. It forms like clay on a potter's wheel It allows us to let go when our grip is too tight and trust somehow that we are still secure when things feel different and out of control. And so today, as Vicki read, we simply overhear Jesus praying for the world and for each of us. We are entrusted into God's care without quite knowing what that looks like. This afternoon, 15 ninth graders will be confirmed. Those young people affirm the promise that God made to them, and this church spoke to them at their baptism. God says, I'm there, I'm with you, offering you, giving you forgiveness. I'm holding you in love just as you are. Each day you have an opportunity to begin again, and I am calling you to join me in this work. You're not alone. Here are the people among and with you. You're secured in this life, and you are even secured in death. I feel it a little bit more today because I'm one of the parents When I no longer can accompany my kid through every twist and turn, God remains. Nothing can separate them from this love. And we need to be reminded of this all the time. And so the prayer, the blessing that we will speak to these young people today is this. God in heaven, for Jesus' sake, Stir up in these kids the gift of your Holy Spirit. Confirm their faith. Guide their life. Empower them in their serving. Give them patience and suffering and bring them to everlasting life. Ooh, did you hear those verbs? Stir up. Confirm. Guide. Empower. Give. Bring. Verbs that remind us that God is already here, close by, connecting, holding, leading the way. And sometimes we just need to churn those waters again to make it so. Eli, we send you today, oh, there you are, with our 
gratitude, love, and prayers, your music career is expanding, and we're overjoyed and a little bit sad. Because we let go of you and the receiving of your musical gifts each week. What a gift you are, Eli. One who never craves the spotlight. You just make everyone else better. And so, Eli, we entrust you to God's care as your life swells in new directions, not really knowing exactly what that may look like, but the structure is there. I'm heading off for sabbatical tomorrow, and when Pastor Joel announced his transition, I thought, hmm, I'm not quite sure how this is going to work this summer. And so Bob Swanson, our council president, and I talked, and he's like, Beth, trust. It'll become clear step by step, and it has. And this amazing community and my staff colleagues and connecting with Pastor Deb has created the structure for this summer, and it's good. It's really good. It's so hard to believe sometimes that prayer invites this creative building of what is not already formed. It calls forth to God, a God who will not stay away, a God who enlists people in a lot of creation in this fortifying work. It's always an awkward moment when we pray in the midst of something that's really messy and undefined and the way is unclear. We're stuck. We don't know how it's going to work out. And Jesus teaches us in that moment, pray, speak, and know that that word is connected with matter of this world and of heaven, that God is interested in forming that structure and holding you while things are still getting figured out. It is such an act of faith. And then when the words can't come, when you don't know exactly what to pray for, remember this. Jesus prays. He bridges the unknown gap from now to what is next. The breath of God is already in the air that you breathe, wrapping you, forming cells of hope and pylons of justice a formation of faith, a footbridge to get you to the next place. This world is not left on its own spinning out of control, although a lot of times it feels just like that. And so this summer, as we move from now to what is still being formed, we will gather every single week and we will pray. We will trust in what is being created and when you speak your prayer and you can't have it figured out, then you give that to someone else, that next connector, that next link. We're joined and become again, joined with God in that fortifying work. Just pray. Amen.